Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And a good afternoon to everyone listening out there. Uh, this is Mock Ready to Go on a Sunday, December 4th, 2016. I am Mock Red, and, you know, uh, when I started this show, I had a lot, a lot of fan listening to this show, and I figured, you know what, um, I'm going to need a little help. You know, it's always easier to talk with someone, so uh, please join me in welcoming... My sister from another mister, Donnie. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. And Thank awesome you very much for helping me out and doing the show with me each and every week or whenever we do it. We were on a little hiatus, but we're back. We're back, baby. Yes, and before we get started, for people that, <laughs> the few people that listen to the show know that I have a couple sponsors. First, my friends at Cinephiles, if you're looking for reviews and essays of some of the latest releases and films of yesteryear, check out cinephilestv.blogspot.com. The Cinephiles, where I like to read and listen and watch their episodes on YouTube under this famous, infamous channel. Also, the one place for the best of wrestling, Howard Stern, and more, that's superfanworld.com. Superfan World, where we are the superfans. So uh, now that we got that out of the way, a um, couple things I wanted to talk about. Basically, the show was going to be about the uh, the WWE and, and uh, the the uh, the bad spots, and you know, I guess the few high spots. Yeah, let's get yeah, to you it. Know. Yeah, but um, first I wanted to. Uh, there's a lot, uh, you know, with the winter TV going on, and um, I've actually, I'm taping a lot of stuff because, I don't know, I've watched The Simpsons since they were on the Tracy Ullman show back in, like, the late 80s. I think 88, 87, you know, way back when. And FXX has, are playing all 600 episodes back to back to back. So I've basically just been watching that. Every time I'm like, all right, let me just watch another show that I taped, and I, I wind up going back to The Simpsons. So I know there was a huge team up with Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So I'm actually looking forward to watching that. But, uh, yeah, you know, The Simpsons always gets me hooked. Uh, it definitely gets me hooked. I've been watching it just about as long as you. Right. And I can say that I skipped a few seasons because it's, like, repetitive at this point. However, I am loving the nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we were a kid, I think it was all about Bart. But um, as 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 I've grown up, me personally, I, I don't know. I just I, I love Homer, man. Homer, you know, he's a lovable loser, and, and uh, <laughs> it just the thing, you know. Obviously, Family Guy gets a lot of their stuff as far as just who the who, who the Griffins are compared to the Simpsons. It's almost like an exact clone. But the difference is sometimes Peter does some shit that just really makes me mad. Especially since I used to be a father, and just thinking of doing that stuff to to my wife or or, or my kids, it's just like, you know. And Homer does some stupid shit too, but <laughs> you, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. For some well. reason, for me, it's just different when Homer does it compared to when Peter does it. It's like Homer means well. You can right. tell like he's the he's the sharp, he's not the sharpest butter knife in the drawer, but he means well. <laughs> right, and exactly. And compared to Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin is just an idiot and he doesn't care. And he rather jeopardize people, whereas at least Homer makes an attempt to redeem himself. Which right. that's why I'm like, I love him. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh he's Homer, man, you know. Um, before we continue, I just want to let everyone know that if, for for now or future airings, if you're on the main page, 
and you click on the purple Talk Shoe Live Start My Call button, there's a chat room where, you know, we could chat if you have anything you guys want to talk about or want me to talk about. Just uh, type it there. We're on there. So, uh, yeah, so anyway. Or at least say hi. We like Yeah, exa- hi. exactly. <laughs> you know, say hi. Let me know that you're, you're listening, it, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, well, or, or or don't. I really don't care. I'm doing this for fun. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, it would be nice if my friends t- tuned in and listened in now or, or at a later date. It's there on the page, but, you know. Yeah, and you can always listen to it in retro. Yes, yes. Exactly. So, you know, there we go. But anyway, the matter at hand, um... In just a few short hours, we get TLC on the WWE Network. Yes, Lord Wrestling Entertainment. Putting people to sleep, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 keep going, because that's why, you know, for people that know me, when we talk about wrestling, I I, 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 uh, call it the WWZ, because, you know, it's a knockout. Yeah, and I affectionately call it WWE Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Because it's an ongoing saga, and it seems like the same thing every week. Like in Dragon Ball Z, where it takes Goku like three episodes just to power up. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. Three. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, so I don't. Oh. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an anime nerd. So you know, hey, you know what? <laughs> this is the perfect place for it. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So be that as it may, yeah, it takes a whole bunch of build up, like. At this point, I'm tired of that Jericho Owens bestie movement. It, it, it's irking me. It's wearing my soul. It, it is. It, it, it's 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 Shang Tsung in me, man. It's Shang Tsung in me. <laughs> Your soul is mine, huh? It's just draining you. Like, oh, um, it, I, 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 it was kind of funny at first, but um, well, apparently they they they're not friends anymore oh, after okay. after after Raw. From what, like, I, I usually keep it on in the background while I'm doing something else because, you know, it's the WWE. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. You know what it is? I I have a thing where I just, I have to watch bad things. You know, uh, perfect example, uh, Schumacher's Batman movies. It's just mostly, like, if I see it on, for some reason my thumb just changes the channel to that movie just to see how bad it is. Over and over and over again. It's just, I don't know, I guess I have a problem. I need help. Yeah, I, I do. I, I have the pension of watching sucky movies and sucky shows as well. So, okay. yeah. it's, it's like a train wreck. You know yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. It's like, I can't, I can't watch, right, I can't watch, yet I cannot look away. That's exactly what it is. And I, and that's what the WWE is. And, and to have a, a show that's on, like, basically Monday and Tuesday, that's five hours of wrestling. And the thing is, is I just kind of started watching NXT, and it amazes me how this is, like these two shows between Raw and NXT are part of the same company because NXT actually deals with wrestling, and and they have, you know, they actually have really good wrestlers, and it's actually interesting to watch if you're into wrestling Whereas the WWE, like the uh, the main event, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, when uh, it sucks, it's it's bullshit. It's it's the same shit over and over again. Yeah, I love NXT. I've been watching NXT for a while now. Like a lot of the wrestlers that I watched in NXT, they're now called up to the main roster, and they just totally, with the exception of a few, they just fell by the wayside. Like I'm a huge Adrian Neville fan. He's in the middle of mid-card mediocrity, and I'm like, okay, so now we know the difference. The fact that Triple H is running NXT, okay, he's doing what's best for business. Oh, no pun intended. But mm-hmm. it, it works. And SmackDown is decent. I like SmackDown with the exception of Nikki Bella, but I usually watch it on Wednesday so I can fast-forward it, but that's another story. <laughs> Raw is like, eh. Like, how many times are we going to see Sasha and Charlotte? How many yeah, times you know, the, the, their mistake, their biggest mistake was, was basically WCW's biggest mistake, and that was uh, going up to three hours a week. Which um, is needed. 
Yeah, and especially since WW like Raw and, and WWE in general has a uh, a thing for showing replays over and over and over again. Like for something that happened on hour one, they'll show on hour two and then show again on hour three. And it's just like, you know, it's obvious that Vince thinks wrestling fans are idiots. Oh, it's it, 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 it's so up. obvious. And it shows. So, you know, I, I, you know, the thing that gets me the most is the uh, those stupid this is awesome chants. Not everything is awesome. Somebody come in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone kicks out. This is, really? They've been doing that since, like, the 60s. The 40s, even. Yeah. Can we get a new catchphrase? This is awesome. No, it's not. Yeah, I want to be exactly. that fan. I do want to be that fan. And I might be the only fan that does this when they chant, this is awesome, and I just stand up and go, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> no, it's You need a not. megaphone, though. Yeah, basically. I'll have somebody join in with me. No, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to find a couple people because, well, like, you know, or, unless it's unless it's cheap or maybe WrestleMania uh, or, or I get a free ticket, you will not see me at a live event. I haven't been to a WWE live event since <laughs> I'm not giving them a dime of my money. Like, yeah. I've been to TNA, Ring of Honor, but WWE, and nah, not really. I mean, I might if it's calm. I might if the tickets are reasonable, but as far as a main pay-per-view, nah, I can watch that at the comfort of my own home, I, I, where I can scream to myself in loathing. I, I'd rather right. do that. Right, and, and, and then, of course, you know, you don't hear the uh, the likes of, uh, you know, Michael Cole and Corey Graves and them, so th- th- there's always there's always at least five times where we'll, we'll do the shut the fuck up, Cole, or shut the <laughs> fuck up, JBL, you know, where you can't do that at a live event because you don't hear any of the uh, the commentary. Exactly, and if we did a drinking game behind it, I'd be plastered within the first match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking like Barney at the end at the at the end of the bar there. <laughs> that, this this match is sucks. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, let me pull up the card. That that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for right now to see what's on. Uh, this is a. Uh, a SmackDown only pay per view. Now, the uh, the brand extent, uh, you know, the brand split. So far, I think it's 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 obviously working more in SmackDown's favor than it is for Raw. A few things, or at least right off the top of my head, was I would love to see Cesaro in SmackDown more than Raw. He just he fits better on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown. Yeah. Okay, the first match. Okay, let's. We got Baron Corbin versus Kalisto in a chairs match. Snore. Uh, please put that on the pre-show. Yeah, Nikki Bella versus Carmella in a no disqualification match. Put that on um, the pre-show. No yeah, that should be a no aired match. Yeah. Um, Heath Slater and Rhino versus Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now, here's the thing: Why the hell is Randy Orton part of the Wyatt family? I'm surprised Randy Orton is still employed. So, and I'm in the, and I'm a Randy Orton fan. I'm yeah, but that you know he gets that special treatment because he's a third generation superstar and and uh, uh, one of the top guys. So, you know, all the times that he's actually been caught with drugs, um, he basically gets a slap on the wrist. Where if if uh, a mid Carter got caught with drugs, they'd be fired on the spot. Allegedly. Allegedly. Even yes, though allegedly. we all know, but we're going to use allegedly for the sake of not being sued. So, yes, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. But honestly, the match is pretty cool, and if he does win another belt, that'd be okay with me. This match is basically a tosser, and what I mean by tosser is I really don't care who wins. Like, I like Heath Slater, one-man band, yada, yada, yada. And he did. Yeah, the, the gimmick that he had coming in with I got kids to feed and, you know, it was was kind of entertaining. It, it's cool. And they finally did something right with Heath Slater. Rhino, glad to see him in any capacity. Loved him since ECW. Hopefully they retain the titles. But if Bray Wyatt, affectionately known as Mike Rotundo's more talented kid, and Randy, <laughs> and, and Randy, Orton, and Randy Orton win the title, it's so It's cool. Like I said, come on, Donnie, you, you have to believe. 
Come on. No, no, I don't like Bo Dallas. I'm sorry. I don't. And, and I'm sorry, but and I mentioned to you, I mentioned this to you a while ago too. But get, Baron Corbin does kind of look like Bray Wyatt, like he could be his brother or their yeah. brother. And that's why his name for him for me is should have been Mike Rotundo's kid. <laughs> All you got to do is go we have no, we Becky don't. Lynch versus Alexa Bliss in a tables match for the title. Can I, I? I just need a couple of minutes for this match. Okay. Number one, can't stand Alexa Bliss. Even though she improved kinda and her and her mic work is decent, it's okay. I, I, I just don't like her. It's it's like that whole snarky, snooty, whatever little bad girl gimmick and you're mixing it with Harley Quinn, it's like eh. and Yeah, she, I mean she it's not even like she she she, she uh her makeup or, or stuff looks like she could be a good Harley Quinn. It it's not really looking good for her. Yeah, it's like, or on her, I should say. Yeah, so it's like, eh. As far as that match, I don't think Alexa Bliss should get the title just yet. Should she get the title one day? Once she improves, absolutely. I think that the women's title should have a fair shake and go and go around. But as far as her and Becky right now, the answer is no. Emphatic no. What I would like her to have the belt before Nikki Bella ever grab her hands on it again? Absolutely. There's no reason why she should actually be, she should have came come back. You know, nobody was really going. Oh, where's uh, where's Nikki? I miss her. No, you know, it's like your your time has passed. You know, yeah. you, you're uh, you were the 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 longest reigning divas champion. You know, whatever. But there's a lot of new blood, new talent coming in. You know, g- give them a shot. Yeah, your let time them be passed. great. Right, let them be great. Now. Like, I, like I've always mentioned before, that if he's only there to elevate talent, then by all means, elevate the talent. You don't need the belt. You have nothing to prove. Just collect right. your check and shut your face. Period. <laughs> Just collect your check and shut your face. That, that, that's all I, I request. But as far as the the Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, I'm going for Becky on this one. I love I have Becky. To agree. Well, you know, we, we all know how I feel about Becky. So even though you know she's got an MMA fighter boyfriend, but you know, I'm just I'm here looking from afar. Don't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> I know that's right, but yeah, I'm going for Becky with that one. Hopefully, it's a good match because they can. They, I can say they can put on a show. Yeah, they could definitely put on a show if they want to, and it'll be awesome. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that one. Next, we have The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match for the IC title uh, again. I, I'm going for Ziggler on this one. I have hope. I like him. I do. I like Ziggler, and anybody who can beat the brakes off The Miz is okay with me. I think yeah. the, Miz- the thing is, the thing that, 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 that got me was when, when he won the title a couple months back, you know, he put his career on the line, and, of course, he won. And then it's like, okay, that was the gimmick, and then shortly after, he loses it. And, and that's the thing. It seems like whenever, whenever Ziggler gets a belt, he loses it right after, whether it's due to injury or due to storyline. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a two-time world champion, heavyweight champion, and I don't even remember how long he's actually held the belt, maybe like two months combined. Which is ridiculous, but hopefully he'll actually get the belt back because – I don't know. I don't like The Miz. And the fact that they had The Miz winning with interference from Maurice, like, enough. Yeah, a heel does not always need outside interference to win a match. That, that That's the thing. And during the Attitude Era, era, era <laughs> when um, wrestling was at its, like, I guess, its biggest, its biggest high, um, Rewatching it a while ago, I think it really had to do more with the segments than the actual matches because, you know, watching Raw back then, all, every time a heel won, it was due to outside interference or a foreign object or something like that. You know, you had like maybe four or five matches on the card and half of it was one due by outside interference. And, and like, you know, you have Jim Ross going, oh, God, for God's sake, not again, like, Really? 
And let's not forget, you know, Triple H boring the hell out of us back then with his, uh, you know, microphone <laughs> skills. Or lack thereof. Uh, I'm glad he's off the TV. That's fine with me. And finally, we have AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. We, we have another match, match I for believe. The I think we have another match. Um, isn't that Nikki Bella, Carmella? Oh, yeah, that's you already mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, my two favorite people having a match tonight. That match is going to be good. That match is definitely going to be good. AJ, Dean Ambrose. I don't even know who's going to win this one. If Dean well, gets see, the- I, I really wish that they would, they, they'd let, they'd cut AJ loose a little bit. Because I know he has more of a repertoire than is shown on WWE TV. Hell yeah, he do. And he should just be able to, to just cut loose. Yeah, let him cut loose. Hit him, let him hit a couple of Pele's. I'm surprised they let him do the Styles Clash. I'm with it all day. So, as far as Dean Ambrose, eh, I'm trying to think. Well, like I said, that, this one is a toss-up for me since I like them both. We'll see how the match goes. Would I like AJ to keep the belt? Absolutely. Because he's being treated better in the E than he did in TNA. So, I'm like, right. hey. And would I like for Dean Ambrose to keep the regain the title? Sure. I, I kind of like him. Now, it would be a funny twist if he doesn't get the title, AJ keeps it, and he spazzes off, and he ends up going to Raw. That would be hilarious. And I could get this chill reunion that I always wanted, but I know it's not going to happen, so I digress. <laughs> um, it would be okay. And you can't really mention uh, nowadays, you can't m- mention Dean Ambrose without mentioning uh, Jane, James Ellsworth. James uh, Oh, listen, I like him. He is comic relief. You know who he reminds me of? Okay, remember back in, okay, I want to say Gilbert, but not so much. <laughs> I want to say Zach Gowan, but not so much. Something With both along legs? That, huh? With both legs? Well, I'm talking about as far as story is, like story-wise. Okay, like, right, okay, yeah, he's the, He's the ultimate underdog. Right, like somebody who's not supposed to be there. Barry Horowitz, boom. Like somebody who's really not supposed to be there. Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, minus like a a four or five month little push, all Barry Horowitz was was a jobber. Yeah, and that's what James Ellsworth would be without the whole thing with Dean Ambrose and that storyline. So the fact that James Ellsworth is A, on the roster, is great, two, has one of the most selling T-shirts with the, with the dope face on it, which I find hilarious. That dude has it. no chin. And it's I mean, okay. he really has no chin. And it's fine. It's fine. He's <laughs> comic relief, and yeah. I and I like the fact that SmackDown has that comic relief installment. It's pretty cool, and the fact that the title match or whatever matches with AJ and and Ambrose are basically he's in there and he's helping them win, helping them lose, just just derping all over the place. I like it. It's entertaining. And that's what should be done. It's entertaining. Everything doesn't have to necessarily be, okay, straight match, we're done. Stupid Lord. Right, well, it, it, it is called World minutes. Wrestling Entertainment, so. Right, and SmackDown is actually doing it right now if only Royal right. has the same formula. Digress, it's a SmackDown pay-per-view. But it, it's that the, that match should be pretty dope, and I already see Ellsworth interfering or trying to interfere to help out, and he's taking a ladder to the face. I already see it. Ladder <laughs> to the, hashtag ladder to the face. I'm with it. <laughs> Other than that, I, I think it's going to be a decent show. Like, we haven't been disappointed with a SmackDown pay-per-view yet. Has there been a SmackDown pay-per-view? Yeah. The, um. Oh, my goodness. There has been a SmackDown pay-per-view. There was one since the brand extension. Okay. And we watched it together. Jeez. I know. We watched all of them together, but I didn't realize it was a SmackDown-only pay-per-view, you know. Yeah, it's like SmackDown had one, Raw had one, then they had... The Survivor Series. Right. Which, uh, speaking of the Survivor Series, you know, okay, so SmackDown had a pay-per-view. The only... 
shot like the the for the first time in a long time, and I think the both of us can agree on that where we actually had a holy shit moment was the Goldberg Lesnar match. <sighs> All minute and thirty one seconds or twenty eight seconds, whatever of it. None of us, I don't think any of us thought that it was going to go as a Goldberg squash match, especially with the build-up, especially with Lesnar, um, you know, ending the Undertaker streak and, and you know, quote-unquote KOing Randy Orton back at SummerSlam. Right. And then Goldberg comes in and just demolishes Lesnar. I think they're going to build up. I think they're going to continue to build that story. I honestly don't think that it's a bad thing that Lesnar no, got I, 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 I agree because when you look at Goldberg's history, especially in WCW, of quote-unquote, as I say again, squashing um, higher-known superstars, even when he won the title against Hogan, um, you know, NWO, Big Show, all that, it didn't necessarily hurt their careers. Whereas if we were to get a replay of WrestleMania 20, his return would have been just demolished. Right. Because let's face it, I mean, Goldberg, unless he's in the ring with someone that can help him, because he's admitted that he's not the, the best technical wrestler. And, you know, Father Time has creeped up on him. He's He's pushing 50, as a matter of fact. I think by the end of the year, he'll be 50, his birthday sometime this month or last month. You know, it, it's yeah. close to the end of the year. But, um, you know, at 50 years old, he can't be what he was 20 years ago. So right. to put on a Goldberg match, a Goldberg-type match where Goldberg just squashed Lesnar, and Lesnar sold it really, really well, let's face it, you know, especially after the second spear when, when uh, he could barely get up. Um, I thought I thought it was it was great momentum, and then him coming on Raw saying that you know he's in the Royal Rumble, and Heyman telling us that Lesnar's in the Royal Rumble. It's obvious that you know they're probably going to have one more match at WrestleMania. Now to do it the way it was done, like even if Lesnar wins, Goldberg's already up two nothing. So if if Lesnar wins at WrestleMania. Goldberg will still be up 2-1. So, like, what's the point of having a rubber match when Goldberg's already up 2? Right. But That's the you, only thing that, that really doesn't make sense. Right. Now, from a person's aspect, now, seeing as we follow Goldberg's career since WCW until his first the Jews. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... Going for since as we watched him from the beginning of w, from WCW yes. until his first departure WWE, yeah, we could technically say there's no need for a rubber match. There's no need because he would be two one no matter how you slice it because he's already right. up two. However, you have to also understand just like a lot of people have to understand that a lot of people don't know who Goldberg is. I'm just saying we do the older generation do even folks a little bit younger than us do. Like the kids, unless they talk about, unless people sit up there and talk about them, a lot of these people don't know who the hell Goldberg is. A right, lot of them right. Don't. and 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 you know, I'm sure when Goldberg came back, a lot of people um, that don't have the network just went on YouTube and looked at a bunch of his matches. But you know, th th there was more to Goldberg than just the matches. There was also the storylines that he was put in, in into as well. So right. So what yeah. I'm thinking is that they're basically clean slating it at this point. Yes, there is a history that's precedented this, but at the same time, they're, they're like, okay, go, Brock left, Goldberg left, they're both back now, we're just going to clean slate it. So at this point, Goldberg is already 1-0. and And when right. the Royal Rumble hits, then Brock will probably eliminate him. Don't take my idea creative team because we know y'all are trying. Well, it, it already happened back, uh, you know, leading up to WrestleMania 20. Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying. They're going to try to replay it, and this is what's going to happen again because, of course, WWE and some of the writing team, if not all, thinks that we're all suffering from short-term memory loss. So, right. Yeah, I mean, cause, I mean, let's face it, too. It's fine with me either way. I don't care. As long as I get to see another match from them, they can make it a rubber match, a glue match. I don't give a damn. Just make it right. happen. Right, and, and it's especially since, let's face it, his, his first um, – 
his first year in WWE was booked horribly for yeah, Goldberg. The way yeah. the way the way they booked his character was just was, was ridiculous. And I think what killed his momentum was SummerSlam in that uh, the Elimination Chamber match, which oh. Triple H, you know, when Goldberg basically eliminated half the people, and then all of a sudden Triple H has a sledgehammer and just that 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 sledgehammer hit killed his momentum. Because especially since you gave him the title the next month, you should have just given him the title at SummerSlam. Agreed. I'm like, that Elimination Chamber match will go down as the worst ones in history, for me, in my opinion. Right. Like, the finish was like, really? Like, are you serious? Right. I didn't even have to do that. But back to, <coughs> excuse me, back to the whole Goldberg thing itself, I would love to see a longer match at this point, but we also know that Brock is his suplex city, and you can tell that he gets gassed after five minutes. I wouldn't even put it five minutes. Like, you know, two minutes in, he's already dripping with sweat. Yeah, well, we all know Brock And he's Brock barely, he's barely moving. But, yeah, I mean, I think a good maybe seven, maybe ten-minute match would be perfect. Yeah. A seven- yeah. to ten-minute match would yeah. be perfect for them. And accounting for Goldberg's age, because he is 49, he'll be 50. And the fact that he decided to go back in there, I'm like, hey, kudos, fam. You're good. Right. Like, kudos. Make it work. This was someone that never that said he would never step foot in the WWE ring again, but, you know, never say never. Precisely. As, especially if people realize that they've made, you know, that they've made mistakes on both ends, I'm sure. And, right. uh, you know, both of them, him and Vince, and, uh, are man enough to just say, okay, let, let's just, you know, there's money to be made. And Goldberg, let's face it, I'm sure Goldberg got a really, really nice check to the point where John Cena is kind of pissed off that, uh, you know, guys like Brock and Goldberg are making so much money working an extremely limited schedule. Man, Cena, you all work 8.2 mil. Sit your ass down and shut yeah, up. Yeah. Like, go, go, work on, go work on hosting Saturday Night Live on Saturday. And, okay, and Cena is taking more time off. Like, don't get me wrong. Pro Wrestling, there are a lot of men in there that make a lot of money. There's enough money to go around. There is. If you're not there, here you go. You come in there, you push your talent, you leave. You understand what I'm saying? But See, the funny thing is, though, is that he, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, you know, he mentioned Brock and Goldberg, but he didn't mention the fact that The Rock got, like, $12 million for, like, basically two matches or three matches or, 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 or an appearance. Okay, and at the end of the when, day. Back when he won the title. I think the the rumor was he got like twelve, thirteen million. And hey, you know what? If you could do it, go for it. You know, make your money while you can. Strike while the iron's hot. Exactly. I mean, he's making he's making like fifty, sixty million dollars a movie now. So you know, get it while you can because it's not going to last forever. Exactly. But, you know, and and Cena's doing the same thing, making movies and TV shows and hosting SNL. So he he's really he's really not the one to be bitching. Exactly. My whole thing is, if you want to step outside pro wrestling, that is great. Build your brand. Build your star power. So, God forbid, you end up with a concussion or another serious injury, and you're basically on the shelf. You have other things to fall back on. Not a lot of people can do that. So, The Rock did it. He's making $50, $60 million. He has a charitable foundation. He has his own production company. Do you. Even right. down to Hogan. Hogan became a, and we're, and I'm not even going to get on what he did personally. That's neither here nor there. We ain't well, well, that's how that. basically he got his money back, though. Right, but at the same time, he became a household name. He became world-known as far as wrestling, movies, whatever. This is It's like this is how you market yourself. See, And I guess now Cena got hip to the game, like, oh, okay, I'm 40 years old now. Let me... Right. I know I don't have a good five, maybe six years left in me. Let me take some time off. Let me make this work, and let me get this work. I understand that. But you can't bitch because Goldberg came in. Goldberg is a household name. He's been in the business. He was a football player. He was, he was in wrestling. He did bike like shows when it comes to custom bikes and things like that. Yeah, and, he, as well as MMA 
shows and stuff like that as well. So he's, you know, oh, he's a household he's, name. So he's been, he's, he's been around. He's, so, he's still around, even though that the wrestling world really hasn't seen him. But exactly. He's, he's been around. And I don't see how anybody is going to get mad about them influ- building their brand and using their brand to their advantage. This is the part that that escapes me, and not only in wrestling, in real life as well. It's like, okay, you built your brand, you're doing this. Okay, so what? I'm only making $3 million and they're making seven. I know I can make seven. Okay, put that work in, fam. Like, this is what right. you need to do. So as yeah. long as that nonsense with Cena, man, host that ain't not live. Keep hosting the SB Awards and shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> exactly. like at the end of the day, just shut up. I, I respect John Cena as a human being. I'm glad he's off my TV as a wrestler because he was shoved down our throats forever because they was basically riding on him, and that that's not necessarily his fault because he's only doing right. what he's told. He's getting a but, check. And, oh and, and again, he's he's striking while the iron's hot. He was the it guy, and there was no, you know, not too many people say, okay, I'm going to step down because, again, this doesn't last forever. Right. And a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of people, if they were, if they had to, and they don't know how to brand themselves, and it basically kills them on the inside. You see a lot of these wrestlers, sports, sports professionals, or whoever that that's the only thing they know. Right. So now when shit hit the fan and they can't do it anymore, they're lost. They're stuck. They're engaged in other activities, or they ultimately end their lives. And yeah, and, and they and they go broke because they they, they don't know to they, you know they don't know anything about anything else except that and they 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 think at that time that it's going to last forever but you know there's no insurance that there's no 401k's or anything like that you know you're basically an independent contractor basically <clears throat> up so to a point of course but you know you got to you got to do what you got to do to make sure that once this this, this ends cuz yeah for most athletes you know their retirement age is a lot younger than people that work the nine to five shift precisely you know they're retiring in in their late thirty uh late thirties early forties if they're lucky mid forties but after that you know you got you got half your life god willing <clears throat> exactly and you have enough time to to you know do whatever you want to do as opposed to being fifty sixty years old and still in the business or you're in there because you have no choice and you're just getting whatever the contract that you get because you done wasted your money, wasted your time, and your stock basically plummets from the other outside things that you've done or the injuries right. that you've played. So it's like a, it's like six of one thing, half a dozen of the other. I don't knock anybody's hustle as far as doing stuff outside the wrestling business. Like Dolph Ziggler is a stand-up comic. He He does comedy shows all the time. Now, is he funny? Kind of. I've seen, a, like, a little snippet of what he can do. And I'm like, okay, that's what's up, Ziggles. Make it work. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never, I, I saw, I saw Mick Foley stand up, which was pretty, I mean, stand up where he just basically told stories. But it was, it was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. I got to give him props for that, too. Exactly. So, it's like, if you want to do something outside of it, fine, because you don't want to be stuck Wrestling is all I know. I got to get the deal. I got to get the deal. I got to do this. I got to do that. Even Xavier Woods, let's give it to him. He's still working on his Ph.D. So right. folks know that this is not, and I forgot what he was getting his Ph.D. in. But but it's pretty cool from what I read of it. And I'm like, okay, so he even he knows this wrestling thing ain't going to last forever. I could pretty much pick up a profession if I wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's also got the income coming in from his YouTube channel. Up, up, down, down. I love that show. Subscribe to that. Yeah. It's fun. But, <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I don't, like I said, I don't see an issue with it. Cena, just just get it together. You don't have to beef about it. You yeah, don't have to beef I, I, about I it. And yeah. on top of that, you're a millionaire. A mil- you're a millionaire. Yeah, have, you, have you seen the house that he lives in? But, yeah. you know, he, he's he's pretty well off right now. Yeah. Like, oh, and and it's like you got to keep in mind, yeah, they're part-timers, but um, you're kind of part-time too because he just came back, did the little feud with AJ, and then he's gone again. Yeah, because, you know, people I think were expecting to see Cena, you know, doing the Survivor Series match, and he was nowhere to be found. Right, and why didn't anybody say the same thing about Jericho? 
Chris Jericho has been on and off again. This is the longest he's been in in the past 10 years. Yeah, exactly. He, I love he usually it. came in to just, uh, you know, help help a uh, help a wrestler, you know, boost boost their uh, their yeah, stock, and, basically. Which yeah, is, the, which is the right thing to do. You know, props to him for doing that. That yeah. was basically what the Dudley boys did when they came back. Because yeah. obviously they weren't the same. They, they lost most of their matches. But I think they came in basically just to help the, the, the new guys. Yeah, because they had nothing else to prove. As Jericho right. came in, enhanced talent, went on tour with Fozzie, made millions of dollars, wrote a few books, made him a couple of more million dollars, took care of a home, came back. Like I said, this is the longest he's been back in about yeah. 10 years maybe. I love yeah. it. Keep up with the list. The list is funny as hell. Even though it can get annoying, I just want somebody to steal the list and like put it online or something like that. But that's just the female. <laughs> I don't think there's a real list, though. <laughs> I know, but that's just the female drama whore in me that would be like, yeah. somebody expose the list, like DTV. <laughs> but put it, yeah, put put it on like a Snoops or something or Snopes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like something of that nature. Like, ooh, somebody need to post the list, you know. But other than that, like, it, it's okay. Nobody talked about Jericho doing that. Even Shane, well, of course, then nobody's going to talk about Shane. He basically, his family basically run the company. But be that as it may, he was going for, what, seven, eight years? Now he's jumping yeah. off stages? Like, at the end of the day, come on. You can't, like, you can't get mad because somebody's making more than you in another, in another field. And with Cena, everything he's doing is kind of sports-related. It's like right. if you expand to other things, then maybe I'm not saying sell Avon or some shit like that. But still. <laughs> yeah, I could picture him going door to door. Word yeah. life, you want some perfume? <laughs> oh no! Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, but be that as it may, like, come on, like that's crazy, and I and I guess that happens everywhere, especially in sports entertainment. The only well, there's thing, jealousy all around, exactly. I mean, I even, even in football, baseball, basketball, yeah. hockey, all them, you know, when they find out someone gets a an extremely bloated contract, they're like, well, how come I can't make that kind of money? Even in acting, yeah. you, you know, it's it's uh, one of the funniest things that I remember reading a, a long time ago <clears throat> was um, the Matrix movie, when the Matrix came out. Okay, the guy that played Tank wanted the same amount of money as Lawrence Fishburne. And I was like, no, it's a joke. If you don't sit your joke. ass down, I remember that. I'm yeah. like, for real? First of and, all, and, you are no Larry Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is the main, him and Keanu Reeves are the main stars of The Matrix. You are a, you're not even a co-star. You're, a, you're an also starring. You are a tier two supporting cast. Right. And, and, and you like, see how quickly they, they recasted him. And how replaceable he was in the second one when they hired the dude from Oz and Lost. Ah, Harold Pirino? Yeah, Pin Pinero, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's just a thing about people just getting really greedy where they think, you know, oh, this movie's a hit because of you. It's not. <laughs> Look here. If I know I'm getting paid for something... And I'm not like a big name like that. Like I'm just getting my beak wet or whatever the case is. And somebody with longest staying power, household name, has a brand, have whatever, and they're making more than me. If anything, I'm gonna see how I'm gonna get on that level instead of being copy about it. Yeah, just me. yeah, exactly. You know, the thing is, like back in the '90s, like I was a huge basketball fan. I'm still a basketball fan now, but like I loved it, loved it back then. And when I found out that bench warmers that don't even get to play get like $400,000 a year, I always said I would preheat my ass and sit on that bench. Because you know, you know how long it would take someone like, you know, someone like us, the, you know, the cor corporate America or whatever, just people nine to five to get four hundred grand a year? And you don't even work the whole year? And you get the best seat at the house in a basketball game? Sign me up. Shit. $400,000? You want me to refill You want me to refill your Gatorade I'm, cup? I'm sure that it's even higher now. But, you know, like actors, too. Some of them, you know, starting off, you know, you don't make as much. But you're still making 25000 or something like that 
or or, or whatever for for a, a movie in a big part. You know, people forget like their egos get in the way of reality. Because you know, would you rather get paid? And I'm sure he got paid a decent amount. The dude that played that played Tank. Now what are you doing? Exactly. I don't even know if he's been in anything since then. Maybe some independent things or, or something like that. But nothing nearly as big as, as The Matrix. Right. And this is the part that a lot of people don't get. It's about that staying power. It's about, at the end of the day, it's about how long can your, how long can your name ride. And, and, and it's all right, but it's but it's it's also about ego. It's the same thing about these celebrities that you know. Let's face it, we pay their salaries in a way that we're going to see their movies, and they act like such divas, men and women, where they don't want to you know take a selfie or, or sign an autograph. Like I always said, if I ever you know made it, my my dream was to be an actor. But if I ever made it. I would always stay humble. You have Mainly to. because I know me. Secondly, I have a support group around me that would let me know if, if I was starting to get an inflated head. Basically. Because you're the people that, that got me to where I am by watching my movies or by, by supporting my team, by coming to my games and buying my jerseys and stuff like that. And they, don't, and they act like they don't have the time or day. Like, get over yourself. Like the nerve, like yeah, a lot like, of these people would be working at McDonald's if they if they weren't if they weren't actors or or or, or uh, professional ball players. Exactly, and and that's something that a lot of these people, Cena included, need to understand. And and I don't even think with Cena is jealousy; it's just the fact of a case of what the hell. And it even though he didn't cop on it too tough, it was just a statement that was made. Okay. Well, no, I think it's a little bit of jealousy because he made the comment saying that, well, if they can get that kind of contract, why can't I? This coming from someone that says he would never leave this business and he loves this business and now all of a sudden he wants a a, a part-time contract? You know, I understand you're getting older, and I understand it's partly a character that you play on TV, but the character you play on TV is basically you. Basically. And you're not playing. You're not playing the eliminator, or or or, or, or uh, you know somebody somebody completely different. You're John Cena playing John Cena. Maybe exactly. it's a little bit. Maybe it's a little bit eccentric of your character, but it's still you. Exactly, and, and he'll be all right. He'll uh-huh. be all right. Yeah, you know what? You have enough. You have enough of a of a personality. And, and the intensity that people want you in movies, and people want you to host TV shows and stuff like that. So, just shut the fuck up. That's You'll be precisely. all right. Precisely, he'll be fine. Like, yeah. like, like I said, I don't think it was so much of a jealousy thing. Oh, why can't I? Um, because of yeah. who you are and how you market yourself. My it's, it's like the uh, you know what, what our parents used to say to us because I said so. Exactly, and when you put too much stock in one company, and especially when you're dealing with a company like WWE where everybody is disposable, and I do right. mean everybody. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what, they, what they, they just went on record saying that he, he, would, he would actually be interested, like he wouldn't throw out the idea of selling the company. So that just goes to show you everybody is expendable. Exactly. Very expendable. So it's like, listen, shut up, make your bread, keep your bread, be humble, and that's it. It's not that complex. Right. It's not. <sighs> that was a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a lot to cover. But, yeah, other than that, as far as WWE, I think they're going to be okay. Um, I, I, well, they're always going to be okay because they they always have their core fanatics and fans that love it no matter what. I I move past that in the sense that yes, I still watch it obviously, but I'm not really into it, especially the way I was into it when I was younger, where right. you I I I know people that eat, breathe, and live wrestling, 
and they're like 40 years old, 45, you know, whatever. You right. know who I'm talking about, too. Right. So. It's, like, it's like at this point, we're, it's like we're casual fans at this point where when we were younger, it's like, oh, my gosh, I want to get that poster, the shirt, right. the hat, the this or that. Now it's like, okay, play, you know play what? Play wrestling with your friends. But, you know, again, this was like junior high school. Um, I guess the, the, the I've watched it for so long, it's just, I okay, I still watch it. And there are plenty of people that used to watch it the way we used to watch it that don't watch it anymore. You know, that's fine. I just, I've watched it for so long. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not nearly as into it as I was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Right. And I'm like, at this point, I'm at, it's like I mainly watch the pay-per-views. If I come across a Raw or a SmackDown, I'll watch it. But I'll lean more towards SmackDown than I would Raw because I freaking hate Raw. Yeah, I mean, like I said, sometimes I'll have it on if it's, in, you know, just to have it on in the background just in case. But there are times where I won't even do that. I mean, especially when you have shows like Gotham and Supergirl and, and, and Monday Night Football and, and you know, stuff like that. I, I'd rather I'd rather watch that than, than just keep Raw on in the background for the sake of having it on. Right. Where I, on the other hand... They are so lucky that their shows are on Monday and Tuesday, respectively. Because if the originals ever come back on and it's on the Monday Night Raw, it's dead. <laughs> I'm not even playing. But nine times out of ten, the originals will be back on, like, either Thursday or Friday. But still, other than that, eh, that's it. <laughs> well, like, on, that note, yeah. on that note, we're going we're gonna to call this a show. Yay. <laughs> thank you very much. I want to thank my new co-host, Donnie. Hey, hey now. She will be on every week co-hosting co-hosting with me, and she will be uh, in the future talking about some of her things that she enjoys and likes. And yeah. uh, we're all interested in hearing about it. Absolutely. So for Donnie, this is Mock. I want to wish you a happy rest of your weekend. Enjoy your week. And uh, we'll see you next week. God bless and ciao. Bye-bye now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.